Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director, Jim Smalley. The APAS annual meeting opens today in Regina with discussion on several issues, including grain movement and wildfire losses. APAS President Todd Lewis expects over 100 farmers to attend the three-day annual conference. Oh, it's been, a, I think, a year in review, and we're going to, uh, there's no real set theme for this year's uh, convention. I think just uh, there's been lots of policy work over the past year with APAS, and, and be it tax reform or uh, cash ticket deferrals or the carbon pricing models and water management. Uh, of course, mental health has been another important part of the work we've done this year, so I think just a review and uh, and look forward to some of the policy directions that uh, come up from the delegates with our uh, resolution process. I understand you'll be talking about grain transportation. Oh, that's always a always a concern, and certainly uh, there's a lot of eyebrows been raised this year with uh, some of the service the railroads have been providing, and certainly uh, lack of cars. And producers are already talking about lack of our opportunities for deliveries and on time deliveries and all those issues. So. It's sadly, it's an ongoing situation and will certainly be on the list for discussion again. You'll also be looking at grain marketing alternatives? Yeah, so we've got a couple people coming in from uh, different groups that do some different marketing solutions, I guess, or, or models. And uh, so I think that what, what they have to present to the producers will be interesting as well. You've got a discussion on the wildfire losses in western Saskatchewan. Yeah, one of our board of directors, Don Connick, from down in the Tompkins area, was certainly involved and, uh, you know, to the point that some of his close neighbours were a couple of fellows that were badly injured in the fire. So he had told the story at our board meeting. It was very compelling, and, and uh, we thought it would be a good story to tell to our delegates and lots of misinformation out there about what happened that, you know, over that string of events and that windy day, and, and Don was right in the middle of it. So he has some opinions about maybe some of the things that can be done in the future maybe so uh, we can deal with a situation like that if it comes happens again let's hope it doesn't but it's awful dry still so yeah sadly it might still be an issue uh, going into next spring the province has said they will match funds raised uh, through the stock growers and i guess any other group as well that's right that's uh welcome news and up to a hundred thousand dollars so we sure want to see that fund get up to at least a hundred thousand dollars with donations from well, from producers and uh and just people from across the province and uh, even outside the province it's something that is recognized has been a pretty serious issue and hopefully we can get a little bit of money in place to uh, get some of those guys back on their feet the three-day APAS annual meeting opens today and wraps up thursday in regina agriculture minister lyle stewart has introduced amendments to the animal protection act he says changes include broadening the definition of distress and giving animal protection officers the ability to issue corrective action orders and expanding locations they can inspect to include boarding kennels and other sites where animal services are provided. To uh, issue uh, correction orders, corrective orders uh, uh, for uh, uh, potential offenders to change their practices and uh, uh, where previously uh, they could just make suggestions and these are orders that are enforceable and it, uh, it, it requires veterinarians to report uh, suspected cases of animal abuse or neglect. Uh, it prohibits transporting uh, uh, disabled animals. Uh, uh, there are uh, uh, pieces of it that, uh, that regulate uh, humane euthanasia uh, at slaughter. 
Stewart says the last upgrade was in 2009 and society is demanding more protection for animals. I think it'll keep, uh, you know, it's bound to keep uh, uh, those who operate slaughterhouses or kennels on their on their toes a bit and uh, they'll make sure they're in compliance with the act at all times now, not just uh, when they uh, uh, have um, um, been asked for uh, for an APO to visit, uh, uh, they can expect those visits anytime. And so that's, uh, you know, that's good. Uh, uh, it, it should keep uh, the operators much more vigilant that they're uh, in compliance. Kaylee Pugh, Executive Director for Animal Protection Services in Saskatchewan, says before these amendments, the Act did not provide clear detail to regulations. It was just very vague, and so now there's specific requirements in regards to sanitation. Uh, so animals that are kept in unsanitary conditions will now be considered distress. Animals that require protection from injurious heat or cold will require um, will be defined as distress. So those are improvements that are significant for us. Kaylee Pugh is the Executive Director for Animal Protection Services in Saskatchewan. Protein spreads for red spring wheat are growing wider as top quality supplies are at a premium. Bruce Burnett, the Director of Markets and Weather Information for Glacier Farm Media, says the difference between 13.5% protein and 12% protein is about $1 a bushel. It may be next fall before the discounts eventually narrow. There have been two straight years of disappointing protein levels in the U.S. hard red winter wheat crop. He adds protein levels in Canada were also below expectations. Our proteins came in this year fairly low. Overall average from the Grain Commission harvest surveys around 13%, which would be the second lowest in the last 10 years. So uh, really something that uh, is going to limit our ability to export higher protein wheat as well. Burnett says the world is awash in lower quality wheat, making the high protein product more valuable. So globally, other than Australia, which will be harvesting in a couple of months, we don't have any suppliers out there with a lot of uh, higher protein spring wheat to sell. And so uh, we're seeing that in the marketplace already. Uh, U.S. is importing a large amount of wheat from Canada already uh, because they're looking for higher protein supplies. Also, our traditional customers have been importing quite well as well uh, in terms of the protein. So as we move through this marketing year, I think the protein uh, values are going to become higher, not only in Canada, but across the globe, just because we're going to start to run out of supplies. It's interesting to note that protein is not an issue for Durham or Canada Prairie Red Spring Wheat. The Canadian Grain Commission says Durham protein is above the 10-year average, while Prairie Spring Wheat is at its long-term average. Moving from wheat to weather, Burnett was asked if he's anticipating a very cold and snowy winter like 2013-2014, which was the last time La Nina was around. Well, again, there is a La Nina forming. I think it's looking pretty certain that we're going to be in one this winter. There's really no absolute that we're going to be the same as in some of the previous La Nina winters in terms of how bad it is because... There's also been some La Nina years where we've had reasonably good conditions during the winter, milder and a little less moisture. But I think this year, because of the drought, we'd like to see more snowfall this year. We've gotten off to a reasonably good start here at the end of October, early November. But we could always use a little bit more, especially in the southern growing areas. So it's not a bad forecast from that perspective. But we'll see after how it resolves itself as we go forward here. Hopefully you get a little bit more snow and maybe uh, not as much the cold temperatures that we remember from those years. Bruce Burnett is the Director of Markets and Weather Information for Glacier Farm Media. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing downward movement in early trading. Oats fell 81 cents at 162.61. Number one red spring wheat dropped 95 cents at 234.51. The rest were unchanged. Durham 271.14. Feed barley 167.63. Canola $480.14. Flax 472.68. Yellow peas, $222.54. Feed wheat, $136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat fell $0.04 a bushel at $6.06 a bushel. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of November 28th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was a Cinnaboy's turn. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.88. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.74. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.50. Cents. And good butcher bulls sold from $0.80 cents to $1. We had another big pre-sorted sale here in Weyburn on Monday, and the market was up a bit from the previous week. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.54 and sold up to $2.70. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.37 and sold up to $2.68. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.29 and sold up to $2.44. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.34. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.15 and sold up to $2.28. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.25. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.10 and sold up to $2.23. And 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.94 and sold up to $2.14. Heifers are about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500 pound tan steers at $2.39 a pound. A group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.34 a pound. A group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.28 a pound. A group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.21 a pound. A load of 700-pound tan steers at $2.23 a pound. And a load of 780-pound exotic steers at $2.14 a pound. This has been Stephanie Degg reporting. From the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Pound sold 6,800 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 134 to 147 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,500 head, selling in a range of 133 to 147 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar was down 19 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2735. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.11 cents U.S. U.S. cash market started this week slightly lower, as packers have ample market-ready supplies to buy. Despite the addition of the new plants ramping up production for the last two months, packer operating margins are still very profitable and provide a strong incentive to compete for the uncommitted hog supply. The U.S. hog slaughter is expected to grow to record levels over the next three weeks, but the hog supply is still trading well below the last hogs and pigs survey results. Lean hog futures reflected this development in recent days, with all months gaining 2-4% of their value over last week, which is providing producers with a good hedging opportunity in the spring-summer time frame. Jim Smalley's Agri-Weather on The Source, 620 CKRM. 
the 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Sunny skies, the high plus two. Our temperature remains well above normal for this time of year. Tonight, increasing cloudiness near midnight. Wind south 30 kilometers per hour, the low minus three. Tomorrow, cloudy skies. A few flurries or rain showers beginning in the morning and ending in the afternoon. Wind west 20, becoming northwest 50, gusting to 70 near noon tomorrow. The high plus 2 again, the low minus 5. Thursday, sunny, the high plus 3, the low minus 6. The warm spell continues right through Friday. Sunny skies with a high of plus 3, the low minus 7. Saturday, sunny skies, the high plus 2. Chance of evening flurries on Saturday, the low minus 6. The weekend is going to turn a little cooler with Sunday. A mix of sun and cloud, the high Sunday, minus 3, the low minus 10. Monday, sunny skies, the high forecast, minus 5. That might be the start of the end of our extremely above-normal warm spell. The normal high is minus 5, the normal low, minus 16. The sun rose at 8.33 this morning. It sets at 5 o'clock tonight. And around the province this hour, we have Estevan at plus 3. Saskatoon minus four, Swift Current plus three, Weyburn is plus two, Yorkton minus eight. The hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour is Maple Creek. Maple Creek is at plus eight. In Regina with sunny skies, it's plus one. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west at 18. Humidity is 62%. The barometer rising 101.9. Sunny in Moose Jaw, two degrees. That's plus two. Winds are from the west at 24. Once again, Regina, sunny skies and plus one. That's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.